Welcome to the Kick-Ass Life Podcast. My name is Elle Russ. Join me and my co-host, Tara Garrison, every week as we tackle topics related to mindset and empowerment so you can create a happier, more abundant, and fun kick-ass life. Video episodes are available on youtube.com forward slash kick-ass life podcast. To learn more about us, visit our websites, coachterragarrison.com and lruss.com. Turmeric is one of the most incredible inflammation-fighting superfoods, but Paleo Valley makes an incredible turmeric complex, and it has three more inflammation-fighting superfoods in it as well. Why should you take turmeric? Why should you be interested? Fights inflammation, supports healthy joints, supports brain health, immune health, cardiovascular health, and it also protects against DNA damage. So go to paleovalley.com, check out their turmeric complex, and use code KICKASSLIFE for 15% off. Hey guys, I want to tell you about one of my favorite new companies, and that is Rep Provisions. So I met these guys at Paleo FX last year, where they were just blowing everyone away with their beef sticks and pecan nut butter combo packs that are outrageously delicious. But as I talked to them, I was even more blown away because I found out what they were about. They are a regenerative agriculture company committed to the future of the planet by the proper management of cattle. So they are regenerating America's grasslands with the management of their cattle. Look into it. It's amazing. Um, they have everything from, of course, high quality grass fed, grass finished beef to Mongolisa pork, which is like the Wagyu of pork to bone broth to bone broth popsicles, pecan nut butters, like I said, and so many amazing things. Um, go support them and support the future of our planet. And they're giving you 15% off for being a Kickass Life podcast listener. So use coupon code KickassLife and get 15% off at repprovisions.com. Hey everyone, we're going to take a minute here at the top of the show to chat with you about some of our sponsors who are offering incredible discounts for you and your family. We also only align ourselves with companies that we know are providing safe and healthy products and also products that we actually consume on a regular, if not sometimes daily basis. And one of those companies is Primal Kitchen. Primal Kitchen products are incredible because they are dairy-free, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free with no refined sugar. And they are delicious. So visit PrimalKitchen.com to check out the vast array of products of available and use code KICKASSLIFE for 10% off. Hey everyone, welcome back. We're talking about navigating change today. This is uncomfortable. There's been a lot of changes in the past year too for a lot of people, new jobs, getting, you know, getting fired, laid off, all of these things that have happened in the past couple of years. So there's been a lot of change, not only in our world and how we operate, what we do, uh, but also how do we get through this? And I think that well, Tara and I, I, I believe, might have some good tips on this because when you're an entrepreneur, there is no set route for you. There are no benchmarks. There is no, you join the firm, you do this, you do that, you become partner. Nope. And so there are the only benchmarks are the ones you make for yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, every Everything is open. There is nothing that's narrow, so you yep. can include anything. And so it is a constant change. Yeah. And I think that, um, so even good change is stressful, right? Let's say you're moving to, Hawaii. Oh, oh my God. Amazing. It's so stressful to deal yep. with all the stuff. There's still stress. So, so what do you do, even if it's good stress or bad stress, right? Um, I think that for me, I would say probably navigating change is keeping as much to my regular life mm-hmm. as I can mm-hmm. is important because when I've gone through moments like that, and then I have not done the workout or I have not done my thing, 
I feel even more out of balance and even more stressed. So I think there's something grounding about keeping your routine or some parts of your day that are structured in any way that you can, even if you're not at home or whatever, that will, will help you navigate through that. And I'm sure there's much more to say, but I'll just stop there and see what you got. I, I love this because I so resonate. That's exactly what I was going to share. So I'll, this got ingrained into me at a very young age. My mom was a big time runner. I've, I've shared this before. So I apologize if you've heard this, me say this somewhere else, but it is so key. It is always what I remember, especially when I'm going through intense amounts of change, which I'll be honest, I'm going through that right now. Like I just hired two coaches. I'm about to hire another one. I'm expanding my company. I'm starting retreats. I'm writing a book. Like every, I, I just got a marketing partner and a sales team. Like my whole freaking life is so changing right now. And um, what I learned at a very young age that I'm so grateful for that I really feel like honestly gave me an advantage on being able to navigate change was my mom teaching me how to run because when my mom taught me how to run, what she taught me was when it gets more intense, when you start picking up the pace, which is a change, which is a stressor, which is a stimulus, right? You have to focus on your fundamentals more than ever your breath. You can't let it go. You can't go into this erratic, crazy breathing pattern. Two steps in, two steps out, two breaths mm -hmm. in, two breaths out. You keep that very consistent. Just like you're saying, like it's keeping the basics. Also, don't forget to pay attention to your form. You got to stay on the basics. And I always think about this when I'm going through radical change, because the temptation is to get all whisked away in it, to get all like, like, oh my gosh, I got to do this and I got to do this and, ugh, and I don't even know where to start. And I have all these things to do. Mm -mm. Those times it matters more than ever to me to do my meditation, do my morning routine. Even though I feel that I feel that little thing pulling at me like, shoot, dude, I got like 20 messages on telegram. I got 20 notifications from my clients on my, on my fitness app. I've got like all the, like, I feel all these people like needing me. And it's like, no, no, I am going to create this time for myself to, because that is the time where I get anchored. That is the time where I get messages from my higher self when I'm going into gratitude and my purpose and my vision. And it helps me go through that time of change with groundedness. So that's my biggest, my biggest thing. Like I would say, and my daughter was telling me this too, as I was talking about these podcasts, she's like, you're like crazy good at change. Like I've never seen anything like it. And I, I can own that. Like, I do feel like I'm really good at navigating change in a healthy way and keeping my mindset in a good place. And this is why, um, the other thing, I don't know about you, Elle, but like the other thing that like probably the biggest thing that came to my mind on how to successfully navigate change was tapping into your higher self, tapping into something that's bigger than me, like keeping that gateway open through meditation or walking in nature or something that connects me to whatever you believe in, like higher source, your spirit guides, God, whatever, like that during change is everything. Because what honestly, for me, it tells me what to do. It tells me that I, that's where I get all the answers. And so I have so much confidence in how to carry myself through that change because I'm constantly tapping in. I'm constantly creating silence and opening the door so that it will say little things like, Hey, reach out to this person. Hey, like, you, you know what? You need to kind of let that thing go. Um, like focus more here. Like I've gotten messages like tend your garden. All that matters right now is your clients, like freaking tend your garden that you already have. Like forget all this other stuff. Just focus on that. Like I get these messages that help me clear out all the clutter and have focus and be able to navigate that change. So I'd say, man, if you're going through a, a changing time right now, if you're not tapping into something bigger than you, it's, it's not because you're not spiritual. It's not because you can't, or it's, 
it's because you're not inviting it in. It's because you're not creating pause in space, doing something like meditation or breath work or walking nature to invite that in. So that's my invitation. If you're stressed out as a mother right now and you're going through all this change and you're like going in all these negative thought patterns, dude, you got to like create space and silence to invite in the answers. They're waiting, they're waiting. And then it's up to you if you're going to actually listen to them or not. Yeah, <clears throat> those are really great. I also think too, um, if you're in a change where like you're starting from scratch, like maybe you lost your career or like you're done, your house is like, you mm-hmm. don't, okay. Oh my gosh. You are at been there. You know, <laughs> yeah. Right. You've been there. I think, uh, what you were just saying about, you know, keeping the ground, keeping the open to spiritual something kind of some kind of practice. Here's why, because all of the potential awesome unknown and possibilities are even more like 30 fold, right. When you yep. are at a baseline of like, I don't even know what, guess what? Congratulate yourself. Good luck. Now you've got more possibilities than almost anyone else who's down a narrower path. Does that make Mm -hmm. sense? Mm -hmm. So I feel like when you're starting from scratch, the most possibilities are swirling around when that happens. And so it can be a really lucky situation to be in. If you think of it that way, it's so (laughs) true to have faith in it. So it is the time for faith. It is the time to be like, I don't know, but you know what? And get excited about like something awesome. I don't know. And, and so embracing the unknown is even more important. I can say that from the unknown has come all of the good shit in my life. End of story. And so, uh, mm-hmm. none of it's been planned or known. Um, and mm-hmm. so if you are in that space of like, I don't know, then be like, great, you're lucky. Congratulations. You, you have a great platform now of which a, a, a multitude of possibilities can collapse into actually being the thing. Yeah. Another thing that that brought to my mind is, Understanding that there's duality in all circumstances of life. So my friend um, shared, she shared this with me and she shared it on social media, social media. So I think she's okay with me sharing it, but she was sharing that her dad passed away. Right. So, and she was really close with her dad, like super close. Like she cared for him the last years of his life. And you know what I mean? And so like, it was, it was a rough time, but she said that it was also like all these amazing things were happening in her life. Like she had fallen in love. She was getting engaged. Her career was going boom. Like all these awesome things were happening and she was limiting herself. Like she was feeling guilty. Like I'm not allowed to be happy right now because my dad just passed away. And she finally realized she was like, no, this is bullshit. Like my dad wants me to be happy. So it's the stories that we tell ourselves sometimes about the difficult time, like that we're going through. And I know for me, Anytime I've been going through a really hard time, there's always also awesome things happening in my life. Kind of sometimes finding the positives in there. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes because of the bad thing, (laughs) because of that, these awesome things are happening. So, um, I'll share another story. My, my daughter, we were just talking about this yesterday. She's coming up a lot, but, um, when we went through a divorce, she was 10 years old. Okay. So she's the oldest of four kids going through a divorce and that's a hard time. And not only that, but I like the little, you know, townhouse I'm living in, my mom moved in and I love my mom, but she can be difficult to be around. And she was like their nanny and they were kind of struggling. And she's like, and where's my mom? She used to be a stay at home mom. Now she's gone all the time with work. And like, what is, you know, it was a, it was a lot of change, a lot of change. And we were talking about it last night and she was like, you know what? She's like, I kind of like look back at that time. Like, oh, poor me. Like that was such a hard time. She's like, but it was actually like super awesome because like we lived right by this 7-Eleven and I would like walk there all the time and like get treats. And like, I got to like play on my phone all the time. And like, I, it was actually like super fun if I actually really think about it. And I, I love that she shared that story because 
it's, uh, you know, they say that when you look back at a story, you will pretty much change it every time to what's convenient for your current narrative. So we all do this. Like, it's like, sometimes my childhood was really hard and my parents were super hard. (laughs) And sometimes it's like, all my parents were super loving people. It's like, whatever's convenient in the moment. We kind of tell it that way. And we do this also while we're in the middle of change. So what is the story that we're telling ourselves? Um, another thing, this is something I've learned about change. Oh my gosh. Okay. So when you have all these things like rattling around in your mind that you have to do, cause you're, you're like, you don't know what you're going to do about this. And you don't know what you're going to do about that. And uh, if you actually will look at your moment to moment, like when you're really, really stressed out from change moment to moment, there's actually literally like no stress, hardly at all. Like in this very moment, I am like just doing this one thing and it's not that stressful, but it's my story. It's my mind saying, and I have to do all these other things and getting into the future. That's causing me to feel anxiety and stress. So for me, I've, I've had to learn to like, just take it one thing at a time. And, and also honestly, for me creating, uh, I do use Brendan Burchard as a high performance planner. Cause you can block out, like I have my phone calendar too. And I love Google calendar, but there's something about being able to then put all those appointments onto a piece of paper and look at your time throughout the day and the week and be able to put in the things that you need to do that are really going to turn the needle. So they're actually scheduled in. That's really powerful. And knowing that I kind of have that game plan like that helps me to be like, you know what, right now, all I'm doing is creating that one ebook. Like that's, that, that's it. I don't have to worry about any of that other stuff right now. I'm just on a podcast. I don't have to worry about anything else. Just be here all the way. So I think, you know, creating a, um, a plan for yourself can relieve a lot of anxiety. And then also just being present in the moment, like one thing at a time, instead of staying in this neurotic, like I have so much stuff to do and, blah, 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 and there's not enough time. Holy shit. You're asking for, uh, just a really more of that experience. <laughs> yeah. During your time yeah. of change. Well, yeah. the other thing too, is like during change, depending on what the change is, a lot of times it involves, let's say you're moving a house or like, or you're getting a job. It's really easy to get sucked into go, go mind mm-hmm. mode, right? Yeah. Like I got to do this. I got to do that. Yeah. And I got to do that. Are you, did you take a moment to appreciate the new house you're moving into or the new yep. place you're going to or the new job you just got? Um, mm-hmm. And then also to go, go, go mode. That's action. That's not vibration. And that's just, that's just thought. And that's logic that. So you will lose if you, if you're all in go, go mode, you're going to be losing that miracle of like unknown possibility manifest. Let's keep stuff open to exciting things. I don't know with my mind. Um, so again, it takes extra attention. I think to you realize you're a go, go, and you're trying to get stuff done. This still happens to me too. Right. I'm sure it does to you. Oh, yeah. like, you know, when, when, when you're, when you're terror, I, there's a million pieces versus other people's lives that are nine to five. They go in the thing, they go home. We got like so many, there's so many wheels turning that it can sometimes, I'm sure you've had it too. I had moments where I'm like, "Ah, no, because this is so much stuff, but you just have to go, okay, just do that. Then do that. Like, again, I think it's good to compartmentalize and break it down and do one thing at a time versus multitask when you're in that stress change mode. But again, the go-go gets us out of the spiritual. It gets us out of the gratitude. It gets us out of the positive vibes. And we have to make time for that when we're in go-go mode, when these changes happen. Yeah. For me, I tell myself anytime I'm feeling overwhelmed and stressed and busy, 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 I'm not, I'm, something's wrong. 
I'm not managing well. I'm not leading well. So something needs to shift. So as soon as I start feeling like that, like, holy crap, I have so much stuff to do. It's like, dude, you're not delegating. You're not um, focusing on the things that are actually going to turn the needle. You're getting caught up in the minutia. You can't like, especially if you are an entrepreneur, like you cannot be caught up in the minutia or you're just not leading well. And that's something I'm constantly watching in myself. Um, and then a, a practice that I did probably, um, I probably did this like four or five months ago. That was super powerful for me was I have these two like pretty big white board. They're not huge, but pretty big white boards in my house. And I use them a lot. And I took this whiteboard and I wrote on one side, I just drew a line down the middle. You could do this on a piece of paper too, but like make it somewhere where you can see it every single day. And I wrote on one side things I'm doing that I don't want to be doing. Right. So things I'm doing, I don't want to be, I'm like, I don't want to be updating my freaking course thingies on the online and filling up all these like information. I don't want to be like editing my website. I don't want to be like doing all this computer work. I don't want to do any of that. I don't want to create, I don't want to design meal plans. I just like all this stuff. That's like sucking the life out of me. I just was like, right, 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 right. Okay. So things I'm doing, I don't want to be doing. And then on the other side, I wrote things I'm not doing that I want to be doing. It's great. And it was retreats, book, speaking, like more time to create uh, content online. Like I love doing that. Like I love sharing. I like, so I'm, I'm sitting there and I've got this list that I'm looking at. I just left it propped up right in front of my desk, like where I'm just looking at it every single day. And while I'm writing out my, my high performance planner thing, and I'm, and I'm planning out my day, I'm seeing exactly why I'm not doing those other things because what's going on my to-do list. Oh, I got to update that thing on the course. And I got to blah, 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 blah. And I got to redo this whole thing. And, ah, And so seeing that I was like, that's why, that's why you're not having time to create what you want to create because you are literally prioritizing the things that don't matter. And it caused me to get resourceful. And it was like, okay, what's going to, what's going to have to happen for this to change? Like if nothing changes, nothing changes. So I got on upwork.com and hired an assistant and hired another assistant. I was like, dude, it was way more affordable than I thought it was. Oh my gosh, I can totally do that. Like I didn't realize I could do that. Right. And now I freed up space for me to write the book, create the retreats. And so I can't emphasize enough, like how powerful it can be to be staring down every day, like what you really want out of life and what you don't with your time and then get resourceful on how you can change it. I promise you can, you guys, like I'm not in any advantageous position than any of you literally two and a half years ago, about three years ago, I didn't have a penny to my name. I was literally homeless living on the couch of a lady who was a friend of a friend. I built this from ground zero. So if I can have a thriving online coaching company with assistants and other coaches and blah, 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 I promise you can too. I didn't have any resources. I didn't have any credit. I didn't have anything. And, and I, and I did it and I'm, I'm only sharing that. I'm not trying to like toot my own horn or whatever. I'm just trying to tell you that like, whatever you want to create, you can, you just have to start getting resourceful and thinking about how you can. So anyway, yeah, that was well, really powerful. Well, let me, me just, yeah. Preach girl. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Anyone can do this. Uh, and you are proof of it too. And, um, you know, made a life with a voice, even writing with it, uh, with, you know, having a hand issue. Um, I wasn't mm-hmm. expecting that. That didn't, that didn't seem like that was going to be the thing that I would be doing when that happened. Um, right, so yeah, right. both of us has come from certain places where you can, you can dig yourself out. I think also too, so aside from trying to stay on your, you know, uh, 
your routine as much as you can. So here's the thing. I am a creature of habit. I like my routine. I'm, I'm one of those people. But that also makes me a little more rigid when people are like, change of plans. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, I don't usually do well with that. Like, you know, I, it takes me a minute to be like, ah, eh. like my first reaction is like, oh, fuck. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I have to kind of warm up to it. So one of the ways too, you can practice getting better changes, things like that. When things are being more flexible and fluid with plans or things with people, um, I have become that way. Um, I even, you know, even my mom's bad. She'll say, she goes, you know, when I think I'm going to do something and then someone just says, suggests something else, I just don't want it to just mm-hmm. I already had it in my head. And I get that because I'm a planner in a lot of ways, uh, but I've had to be a little bit more flexible. So I think any kind of flexibility you can add to, to what's happening in your life now for, it's like practicing in the last episode about, you know, giving and receiving, practicing, receiving, practicing flexibility is important. Um, be healthy. So this is like, stress is not the good time to eat all the crap. Oh my God. It's in fact, it's the opposite time to do that. It's really extra important to stay on point with that. The last thing you need is something screwing up your, your happy chemicals and all in your energy stuff going on and your mood hormones. So I would say that's absolutely. um, And then also express yourself. If you're stressed, vent to a point, call a friend, call a coach. I have, you know, I've called my coach when I'm going through crazy change and just be like, I just need some, I gotta, we gotta talk about this and just get your head straight on it. And then, you know, I think just focusing on values instead of fears, right? Again, focusing on the positive things like, oh, this, what if I don't? And you're like, all right, but let me look at what the positives are. What are my values here versus Mm -hmm. the fears and finding humor in it. Right. Mm-hmm. Sometimes when you get hit with something you don't want, you know, you can laugh at it too. Yeah. Uh, just, I mean, I remember I'm like, you know, when I went through that fire a couple of years ago, we were still cracking jokes about like, how do you pick up people and, you know, like admit a natural disaster. And we were joking around with a couple of people just because it's like, we needed comedy relief. Mm-hmm. We, we got to, we got to find humor in the shit. It's somewhere. Um, I remember, and this is hilarious, but I remember, um, when my hands got first, when we first were injured and it was pretty bad, I was telling someone about it and they were like, well, I guess pole dancing's out for you or something like that. You know what I mean? Just making a joke about it. It wasn't like in a mean spirited way kind of thing. Um, Anytime you can bring humor into Mm -hmm. any of these scenarios is going to make it easier. I have to share on the flip side of your being more flexible thing. So I'm the opposite and I'm laughing to myself because I do that neurotyping test with my clients, which is like your neurotransmitters. And that really is like your baseline personality. You will be different. So you're one B on this. I'm a two way. So one B is I'm the one B I'm a one B right. Yeah. You're one B. Yeah. So they're like the super organized, super planners. I'm the two way, which is like the super spontaneous always wants change. So I'm coming from the flip side and I'm saying, if you're like me, if you're like the person that's like, no, I love flying by the seat of my pants. I'm good at that. Like, I'm like, it's almost like your egos in it. You're like, I'm super good at like just flying, you know, making stuff work or whatever. We also, those people like us, like we have to be a little bit more rigid, I think in times of change, because it's really easy to get caught up in freaking neurotic land of, oh, I can't even see which way is up because I'm so disorganized. So for me during times of change, I have to force myself to be a morning person, get up. Like I literally, like when I feel it starting to slide, I will put in my, in my phone, on my calendar with alerts, like now it's time to do meditation. Now it's time to eat the frog. Now it's time to go to the gym. Now it's time to leave the gym. Now I have to, cause otherwise I get way too caught up in this, like, Oh, it doesn't matter. Let's just do this real quick. This will be fun. Right. So there is a flip side to that as well. Um, and then the humor, I can't like love that tip so much because I remember when I was going through my first year of entrepreneurship and seriously, like 
sometimes people will say to me like, oh, that's so cool. You have a job where you can like just travel anywhere you want and you can work from home. Like, that's awesome. Like I almost see, like feel this envy and I'm like, mother ever, you don't know what I went through to get here. Like it was the scariest thing I've ever gone through in my right. life. Like I, I've like had times where I had like $20 in my freaking name with four kids. Like it was terrifying to get here. Like I had to use so much faith and courage and all of that. And I remember going through that first year, I was like, I don't know if I can freaking do this. Like I, I, I was in tears. I was just laying in my bed, like crying, like, I don't think I can freaking do this. And I get online and one of my friends has posted this, what it's like to be in your first year of entrepreneurship meme video. And it's this like old, I don't know what it was like some gladiator type thing. And it's these people on this like mountainy hill with these huge boulders that come down. It's like a game show and the boulders are just like whacking them and rolling over them. And they're just getting wiped out all over the place. And I just, I needed that so bad. I laughed until I cried. Like I was just like, thank you for making me laugh. So sometimes, man, when you're going through hard things, like I will do that too. I'm like, girl, you need to freaking laugh. You need to lighten up. Like what is the funniest movie I can think of? Who is the funniest person I know that I can hang out with? I need freaking laugh. It's such a um, energy purge, energy release, you know? So I love, yeah. I love that tip. And you know what you, it's funny. Cause uh, you know, cause there's been a lot of stuff to be up in arms about in the past year. A lot of people, right? There's a lot of upsetting things going on in the past couple of years. Mm -hmm. um, and so well, sometimes it happens where I'll start a hike with my friend. I'm like, all right, I'm going to vent this out because I got it out and then let's get to the jokes. <laughs> it's always like, we're going to just get this junk out and then let's start joking around because there's so much comedy out there. I have uh, got to tell you what, through, I know a lot of people with all the political situation in the past couple of years has really stressed people out. I've there's so much good humor in this shit, man. I, I, the, the fucking comedy that has come out of some of this stuff is yeah. really good. I mean, I, True. I think I've laughed more in the past couple of years than I have the opposite about the same situation. If that makes sense, it's just your perspective and how you choose to seek. And I just see, I'm always seeking out the jokes. That's just my nature. So yeah, anytime that. you can get in the humor and also too, yeah. Why are you going through stressful change? And I would say this to anyone on a healing journey as well. Stop watching law and orders where people getting murdered. Stop watching <laughs> oh bitches gosh. fight with each other on housewives. Soaps. stop that it's seeping into your soul and you need to just watch comedy and lovely romantic comedy and like all the good feels, you know? Yep. Yeah. The last thing that I wanted to share was just, I know it's hard when you're going through something brutal. I've definitely been through brutal. We've all been through like freaking brutal. Like you're just like, dude, like crying and like you're at your wits end. But if you can just remember, just remember that like, I, I don't mean to like be like a silly jock trainer chick by saying this, but the stimulus for growth is always uncomfortable. And if you aren't willing sure. to get uncomfortable, not only are you not going to grow, it's like, well, why do I have to grow? Because you will get depressed as F if you don't grow, you will get depressed. If you have nothing going on in your life, that's giving you purpose. You're just going through groundhog day, rinse and repeat. I go to the same stupid job and I watch the same stupid TV shows when I get home. And I just like rinse and repeat. Like, what is the point of all this? It's depressing. So understanding that that uncomfortable stimulus is actually, it's giving you purpose and hope and things to learn and grow with. And like, even though it sucks going through it, just knowing like, dude, 
I know this freaking sucks, but I know eventually I have enough track record to understand that on the flip side of this, my life is going to be better because of it. I know that like, and if you don't know that, start listening to like, go to other podcasts like uh, Tom Bilyeu or Ed Milet or um, like yeah, some of these like success, success podcasts, or listen to just go on YouTube and search like six success motivation or something. And you'll hear all these stories of all these incredibly successful people who have been through so much shit in their lives. So much shit, like rock bottom, the worst of the worst. You're like, Holy cow. Like, I can't believe she got pummeled with all of those things. Like all at the same time, like, Holy hell. And then what she learned from it and how she grew and how it put her in her purpose, like get that into your psyche to understand that when you're going through shit, like the hard stuff, it's probably some of the best stuff that ever happened to you. Okay. So like, that's, that's my tip. Absolutely. Hold the faith, hold Hold the faith. faith. Yeah. (laughs) All right, guys. Thanks so much for joining us. Hey, we have a Facebook group you can join and there's some fun people on there. And then also kickasslifepodcast.com. If you're listening to this and you want to watch videos, it's youtube.com forward slash kickasslifepodcast.com podcast and definitely approach us on social media. Let us know stories that are resonating with you, topics you'd like us to cover. Uh, We'd love to hear from you and get to know you.